Yes, yes, yes. Once again, I want to welcome y'all to the Beat Out of Friends podcast. This is DJ Beat Out, aka your auntie's favorite DJ, aka your granny's favorite referral coordinator, aka the lead singer of the group, aka the late night plumber, aka Vinny Omega. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at V dot underscore D underscore DJ. Snapchat. That's DJ V dot seven five seven. I will say that again. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at D Daddy, at V dot. You said you were not playing music. I'm not playing music. I'm over here recording the podcast. But there was music on. It was music on? Yeah. I hear that and that. And then you came in roly 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 with a dab of ranch? Yes. Uh, Alright, well I'm done playing music for tonight. Mm-hmm. I'll play some a little bit later. Let me t- let me do what I gotta do, okay? Daddy. We, we gonna party. G- give, me, give me about an hour. We'll party, okay? No, don't whine. You got your funnies, you got your YouTube. Go have fun. I'll be I'll be out there in a second, okay? Yes, shout out to Brianna for coming through. That's the three-year-old. The second she heard the intro, <laughs> she um, she came through and started rolling, rolling, rolling with a dab of ranch. Yeah, that's how she do it. Um, sorry about last week. Oh, by the way, if you didn't catch the Twitter and Instagram, it's v dot underscore the underscore dj. That's v d o t underscore the underscore DJ. That's on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat is DJV.757. Want to apologize for uh, the week's delay on the podcast. This is episode 24. By the way, we're uh, two weeks away from that good six months. The six month banger, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready for it. Gotta make sure I have some guests for that. This week I'm gonna be dolo because there's a lot to talk about and um, I get sidetracked when I have my homies over. So but anyway, uh, last week, I, the plan was to record a podcast, but I had caught the flu. Saturday, um, not this Saturday, but the Saturday before, well, actually the Friday before, I'm sitting in the room watching some TV, and I get a, a message on Facebook saying, hey, I, I'm in a jam, could you DJ this party for me? I said, true, cool, I'll do it for you. I was like, what's the time? He told me the time. I was like, all right, how much are you charging them? And it won't. It wasn't the price that I normally charge people. So I said, look, if you can give me this certain amount of number, I got you. He said, bet, I'm going to get you, I'm going to hold you down, and I'm going to put, um, when I get back in town, I, I'll give you the difference of what they don't pay you. All right, cool. So went to the spot, rocked the party. They had a great time. Shout out to them. Um, I enjoy. It was an '80s hip hop and R&B party. Yes. I'm not playing music right now, Brianna. You got it. You got to. You got to let me hold it down for a second. <laughs> 
Let me hold it down for a second. I, will, I do play music, but first thing you need to do is be cleaning up this mess out there. Your mom told you to clean that mess up, and you ain't done not a near another thing. So what you gonna do? You gonna, you gonna go do it? You gonna barbecue or you gonna meal do? Go clean that mess up, and then we'll talk, okay? Clean it all up, and clean your room, okay? All right, well, clean up my living room. It looks crazy. All right, all right, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, normally, you know, normally I have, uh, it's a little bit more quiet in here when I do this, but uh, like I said, I got sick last week, and my sickness has now moved to my family. So everybody else is at the house, because normally Wednesdays is, a, is, is recording night, you know what I'm saying? So I get my recording done, and then everybody comes back home, and, we continue with our regularly scheduled programming, but with everybody else being sick, everybody's home. So I apologize now. This might happen a few more times with her. Um, she is really stuck on me playing some music tonight. So maybe I'll give her a good 15, 20 minute mix after this. Um, you could probably see that on Twitter. I'll go live just so y'all can see um, this little monster over here of mine turn up. But yeah, like I said, um, was expecting to get this money, rock my party. Um, homeboy had told dude I was going to stay two hours longer than what me and him agreed on on the low. So I actually went 30 minutes over the time that actually was supposed to stop because, let's face it, I was having a good time. They was feeding your boy the hen rock. You know what I'm saying? They had the good food on deck. You know what I mean? Like, I was having a good time, so I didn't mind playing for that extra 30 minutes, 45 minutes for the low, you know, for free. You know what I mean? So once I started to pack it up, the person that uh, did the party was like, yo, you leaving? I said, yeah, I'm out, B. Like, I gave y'all more, more than enough of my time, you know what I'm saying, to do this. So he was like, well, you were supposed to stay here till this time. I'm like, Bro, no, I wasn't. Let me show you the messages here in my phone. So I pulled my phone out, pulled it out, blow. He was like, dang, homie got me. I said, yeah, your boy got you. He was like, well, what can I do to stay? I was like, well, look, normally I charge this, but since we're here, throw me a little bit of dough, throw me an extra 50, and we can keep it moving. And so he came with 46. I said, you good, fam. You good, fam. He was like, well, I'm going to hit you up for... For my daughter's wedding, I was like, all right, I don't expect it to come, but if it come, it come. I appreciate that money in August. But I'm going to have to definitely beat him in the head. But anyway, I think that's where my sickness came. So I, I wake up Monday morning getting ready for work, feel like a 195-pound bag of ass, get my ass up, go to work, and I stay at work. I look dead. I look like death. But I was like, no, I cannot leave because next week, me and my girlfriend, we're actually going to Florida to hang out with one of our friends. It just happened to be on Valentine's Day when we're leaving. So it's a little Valentine's Day getaway. Shout outs to me. I almost have to throw this. Uh, <laughs> yes, hold on. I need a, a good sample for that. Dang, I ain't got no samples on. Hold on. 
No, that wasn't the one I wanted. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Shout out to me. Shout out to me for the good Valentine's Day getaway. You know what I mean? But, um, so yeah, I couldn't take time off. So I had to eat that shit for three days at the job. But I guess I gave it to everybody else. And, um, we working through it. You know, it's mad Lysol, mad, uh, vitamin C's going on, some immune health, uh, some, some natural shit. Everybody, try and get everybody right for, um, for next week. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do last week, uh, was I wanted to get down, get my review on the Royal Rumble, go over some of my predictions. I was wrong on, I was wrong on the, uh, wrong on the Finn Balor. I was wrong on the AJ Styles, but, uh, I think I pretty much hit everything else on the head. Call me the young Tony Romo of wrestling predictions, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we'll definitely go over that. Also, also, wrestling Twitter, internet fans, internet wrestling community. We got to fall back, fam, on this AEW talk. We got to fall back, fall back. Let things actually build. Let these things come into fruition, you know what I'm saying? Let... Let us actually get some shows before we say this is God's next thing to WC. This is better. This is going to be better than WCW. This is better than TNA. This is better than Ring of Honor. Granted, we have some great people that's in the brain trust of the company, but let these guys get something out for you. Like I, I've, I mean, the things I've seen on on this wrestling Twitter is is amazing. It's crazy. But look, I'm a um. Take a quick second, check on the house real quick, and then um, I'm going to go in a little bit more with this whole AEW talk. I'll be out there in a second to play the music. Yeah, I give you some cookies too. All right. So yes, um, this AEW talk. All right. So AEW's been a company since what? January first, twenty nineteen. Well, officially with their first three big signees, the Young Bucks and uh, Cody Rhodes. Since then, there have been numerous stories by numerous internet wrestling news sites where names such as The Revival, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, uh, AJ Styles, today it was Randy Orton, that are all, oh, Brock Lesnar, um, all reportedly are in talks with all elite wrestling. And if that's true, more power to them. But you're all treated the second a wrestler that is signed to the WWE says one thing negative about their job. AEW oh go to flip the AEW confirm. Like, bro, like, calm down. If anything if for this whole AEW thing to work, I mean, you have to, you don't want to bring in a whole bunch of people from another promotion. 
Correct. She don't want to bring a whole bunch of people in from WWE to make your company. You need to have new stars. Now, I don't know if y'all been peeping. Uh, Chris Jericho had uh, what they've been calling drunk tweets, but I call them ways to get get things out into the, the universe. He made a remark about Brock Lesnar doing the Royal Rumble, um, saying he looked out of shape and flabby. And then um, another tweet came out stating that he was pretty much all elite, only once six guys from all of these promotions combined. That's including Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact, Lucha Underground. And we're going to talk about Lucha Underground here, too, because that's actually some real news um, that we could discuss here. But y'all are jumping the gun, man. And, and, I, and it seems like the wrestling fans here, we're going to get double enough nothing Memorial Day weekend. Which should be a great pay-per-view. Uh, we should hear more about it tomorrow, including where... We'll pro- probably hear the announcement that Kenny Omega is with All Elite Wrestling. Me, I'm still hoping for the WWE, but... If he goes with All Elite, I'm still going to watch him. I'm not going to clown him. I'm not going to get up here on, on these social media and cry and stuff. Just going to be a missed opportunity, in my opinion. I think Kenny Omega really needs the WWE... To, to take him over the edge to be a superstar. So when he wants to go to AEW in a few years, he's a more he's more more viable for them. You know what I'm saying? He's more of a talent for them because not only was he the IWGP champion, I'm pretty sure if Kenny comes to the WWE, he will be a WWE champion. There's no doubt about it. You can't look over the fact that he was the best wrestler of the world of 2018. He's uh, up there with one of the greatest matches of all time, which are Savage and Steamboats, which are Flares and Steamboats. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's there. Going to WWE would just make him even better for AEW once he went and joined his friends. But that's just me. All I'm saying is, let's just fall back. Let's, let's, Let's go with the flow a little bit. And let's just wait for all this stuff to come into fruition. I don't hear nobody talking about New Japan anymore. Like, a year ago, y'all was all New Japan this, New Japan that. And shout out to the few that really enjoy New Japan wrestling. I found a couple of y'all up on the Twitter page. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are, that's y'all shit. So y'all rock with y'all shit. But these new fans, man, yo. It seems like y'all just go listen to things or go watch things just to complain because you think that's the cool thing to do. And even some of these wrestling sites that's out there. It doesn't look like you ever talk about the good of what you're seeing. It's always something bad. And I, is it is it, do you want to just record the bag because you feel that you'll get more hits that way? Or do you really feel that way? I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of them out there. I'm not going to shout them out. I'm not going to promote them. But there's a lot of people out there that's just being negative just to be liked. Yes, Brianna. No, I'm not. I, I will in a second. All right. I'm, once again, I apologize for that. This is definitely going to be an uphill battle tonight, as you can see. <laughs> but we're going we to get through. I got the 205 Live on right now because I fell asleep last night because I'm washed and I was tired from work. But, um, 
Yeah, with that AEW, let's just let it just go with the flow, man. Just let it let it marinate, let it grow the way it's supposed to, and you guarantee it, you're gonna like it even more. And I can't wait for it because it's just more wrestling for us to watch. You know how you know how um all people always on Facebook and stuff saying, Oh, Madden coming out, relationships about to go to the hell. Wait till all this wrestling get on TV for real. And then see see how much people man. Keep keep your home tight. That's all I'm gonna say. Keep your home tight. All right, now let's go to uh, Lucha Underground. So I um saw this story earlier on Pro Wrestling Sheet. Shout out the uh, the homie Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Let me pull it up here for you real quick. But um oh, also um. Fox has confirmed this, that there will be additional wrestling content on their network, other on their networks other than SmackDown. So maybe we'll start to get an NXT live show, uh, or maybe not a live show, but maybe we'll get an NXT weekly show. But let's go here. So um, Lucha Underground is a promotion that came out what I want to say 2013, 2014. And it came out during a time where there really wasn't a lot of work for wrestlers. If you weren't in the in the United States, like to get your name out there and to be known, and if you weren't in the WWE, pretty much niggas didn't know who you were. So Lucha Underground came out. Came out on the El Rey Network. Um, I remember the first time I saw it. You had a uh, former WWE superstar Ezekiel Jackson. Uh, Conan was helping a young upstart by the name of Prince Puma. If uh, Prince Puma is Ricochet, if you didn't know, and if you, I'm sorry if you kind of, I just killed your kayfabe, but uh, yeah, that was Ricochet. Then you had uh, Matanza, Cueto, Jeff Cobb, uh, Sammy Call, you seen Sammy Callahan, Joey Ryan. Uh, Chelsea Green, Kari Sane, um, Shane Strickland, he was kill shot, A.R. Fox, like the talent, oh, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Wrestling, or not Johnny Wrestling, shout out to Johnny Gargano, but uh, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Impact, John Morrison, he was there, his wife Taya Valkyrie was there, uh, and Helico, Jack Evans, roster was fired. But here's the thing about Lucha Underground. Even though it wasn't the most legal thing you could do, they had these individual signed contracts where they could only work for Lucha Underground when it came to being on TV and could not get any other promotions. Even though you only see maybe on an average 30 episodes per year. And the talent there were only getting maybe maybe a thousand dollars per episode. So roughly a year after taxes, a lot of those Lucha Underground talent didn't make four thousand dollars that whole year. They were contracted to be on TV and could not go work anywhere else. Uh, reason why it took Ricochet until 2018 to get to WWE because he could not come and they did not allow him 
to work. He couldn't work in Ring of Honor. He could work in New Japan because it wasn't in the United States. So that's why you saw a lot of Ricochet in New Japan. That's thanks to. We're gonna hold on for a second. I'm. All right. So. All right. I see what kind of day this is going to be. All right. Back to Lucha Underground. So. Yeah, most of the talent that worked for Lucha Underground, some of the ones that weren't in the big scenes, the big storylines, they didn't make $4,000 that whole year from Lucha Underground. So wrestling could not provide for their... Like, wrestling wasn't a job for them. They had to find other things to do. Now, granted, a lot of people got popping off of uh, the indie scene, and the indie scene blew up thanks to uh, the elite, to be honest. But uh, the indie scene blew up, so they got booked in other places to survive. But the fact that they were locked into these contracts, they couldn't do anything else. So uh, I believe his name is King Cuerno. Yes, King Cuerno, pretty much the face that they use for Lucha Underground, has filed a class action suit against Lucha Underground and their company due to those specific reasons. He's missed out on so much money. So you're a TV show. If you're not featured, you don't get paid. And your peers are starting, not even starting, I mean, roughly, they're making $50,000 a year. You're making 4000 bucks to put yourself through more hell than what those guys on those other promotions are doing. Because let's, let's be real, Lucha Underground, the, the action on Lucha Underground is is undeniable like it's great it's great tv to watch but one there was already a disadvantage because not everybody knows what l ray network is you really had to search through your tv and so and some people didn't have that package that ain't no regular basic cable channel you know what i mean so a lot of people missed out on lucha underground i mean you could probably i don't know if it's still on netflix i know they had the first couple of seasons up there you might be able to find it on netflix but if you get some free free time check that out but um, man, I hope these guys get free because there's a lot of there's there's a lot of talent there that cannot do anything. Like they might bring people in for spots here and there, throwing five hundred bucks just for the progress the main character storyline. Two other guys is, that was included in that Pentagon Junior and uh, Ray Phoenix, they were stuck in the contract. People been wanting to sign them. I believe that they were able to get out of their contract last year. They would be in WWE right now and not potentially working with All Elite Wrestling, which was uh, pointed out on the Being the Elite Internet Series. Um, Handshake Agreement is the name of the episode, but uh, Pentagon Jr. and uh, Ray Phoenix will probably be on the Double or Nothing show. They're not signing exclusive contracts uh, to all elite, but they probably will be on that show according to the handshake that they have right there to go against the Young Bucks, which will probably be fired. Not even going to front. That's probably going to be the best match on that card. And I'm excited to see that. But let's go ahead. Um, like I said, I don't have anybody here to counteract what I'm saying right now. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to the... Um, the week, the couple of weeks of wrestling, we're gonna start off with Takeover Phoenix. Takeover Phoenix from now. What I've read over um, 
on these internets. Uh, they were told that NXT was going to be a little bit watered down from what they were previously due to the fact that the Royal Rumble was the following night and they didn't want to overshadow that show. Um, which I thought was bullshit because TakeOver Phoenix was fire. I loved every minute of it. But um, let's go over those predictions and results. Let's see here. Yeah, you hear the girl in the back going crazy. <clears throat> so the match started off that night um, with the War Raiders going against the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yo, that match was on fire. I mean, I've always been a fan of, of, of War Raiders War Machine. I was a... I was a fan of Hanson when um, he was trying to go for the TV title against Jay Lethal. Very athletic dude. Didn't know he was in the in the game for that long. Yo, WWE Network right now got some uh, hidden gems of your boy Hanson before he was Hanson. Well, real name Todd Hanson, but he he was doing his thing back then, man. But shout out to them. They actually defeated the Undisputed Era, which I thought they were going to do because I thought the Undisputed Era was probably about to get the good call up. Who knows what's next for them. Um, but I really did enjoy that match. Second match was Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Uh, Matt Riddle pulled off the victory by submission. Once again, another great match. Uh, the spot where Cassius Ono put Matt Riddle's feet in his mouth and started biting him. Uh, I, I was weak off of that. Definitely weak off of that. I geeked out for a good 10 to 25 minutes. Yeah, not 10 to 20, 10 to 25. I, I geeked out for 15 minutes on that shit. But, uh, dope match. Next match, match of the weekend, in my opinion, was Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet, where Johnny Gargano actually got the win, and now he is the NXT North American champion. According to Meltzer, this was watered down. I don't know, what, I don't know if that was, I guess if it was watered down, it must have been a fucking... 151 proof Bacardi 151 going in there from jump because the things that they were doing yeah like I knew we were going to get a banger and we were not disappointed that match was definitely fire definitely have to get one of those today. yeah they definitely get a fire match of the night next we go to uh, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair for the NXT Women's Championship which was a good match uh, Sam Roberts didn't feel that uh, he said on the pre-show he didn't feel that Bianca deserved to have that spot but let's be real that girl was n she did not know wrestling before she came Dad, Dad, I, love you. I love you too she did not know wrestling when she came she was in the first May Young Classic showed out did great came to NXT TV continued to excel in her career. And if she didn't deserve a takeover match, I don't know what crack you are smoking, sir, but that's definitely some crack that you're smoking, Mr. Roberts. Uh, next, we move to the main event. Champion Tommaso Ciampa retains, retains against Aleister Black in a damn near 30-minute match that was also fired. Uh, the way the show ended, it was Gargano, Gargano holding his NXT North American Championship. 
and your boy Tommaso Ciampa holding his uh, NXT championship, pretty much laughing at the world like, we did it, we're on top, we're the best. Great moment to close out the show. Um, this led into Velveteen Dream coming out, pretty much challenging Johnny Gargano, saying they both both of them ain't shit, uh, which brought Ricochet out, which brought Adam Cole out, and then Aleister came from out of the ring. Had a little brawl, which set up for uh, Halftime Heat. Check out Halftime Heat. This came on during the Super Bowl, so you didn't have to watch Maroon 5. <coughs> and I'm not even going to lie to you. I got a confession to make. For some odd reason, I fucks with Maroon 5 hard, fam. I fucks with them hard, yo. Like, all they shit. Like, I might not bump it. I'll bump it in the crib. I wouldn't bump it in the car. I fucks with them, yo. I fucks with them hard. So I was like, cool, I can watch a Maroon 5 mix, even though it was trash. The Super Bowl performance was trash. I, I don't think they're a live group <laughs> to go peep, just listen to their music on CDs. But I did watch the Halftime Heat simultaneously. And boy, shout out to Adam Cole. He brought that Panama Sunrise back, baby. Yes. Yes, that Canadian destroyer, which Petey Williams was mad about because he said you should never change the name of a move, yada, yada, yada. And it's slightly different. Adam Cole comes off the second rope, and Petey Williams just hits you straight from the from the mat. So it is technically a different move, but it just sounded like a salty nigga that didn't get his shit on WWE TV, but Adam Cole, Bay Bay got his, you know what I mean? But we're going to keep that going. All right, let's move on to the Royal Rumble because like I said I don't think it's going to be like that tonight don't have uh, don't have hours and hours to go but uh, let's hit this Royal Rumble up real quick over here swiping like uh, I'm scratching so we'll hit the pre-show up first so they made a, a makeshift match between uh Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, the Raw Tag Team Champions. This is pre-show. Versus uh, Scott Dawson and Ray Zara. Now, uh, Akum is actually injured from AOP. That's why we haven't seen them on TV. Uh, if the if the team of the AOP and the Revival would have won, they both would have got title shots down the line. Uh, they lost in a quick match. Didn't have the chemistry. Um, shout out to them for just getting them on TV. <laughs> That's all we can really say about that one. Uh, second pre-show match was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev for the United States Championship. Uh, where Shinsuke actually got the United States Championship back. Just for two days because R-Truth beat him up with a, a hokey roll-up. And now my man R-Truth, king of the dance break, sucking and jiving, is the United States, uh, United States Champion. Next, we had the Fatal 4-Way uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship where we had Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. Buddy Murphy ended up retaining in a great match. Uh, enjoyed the Cruiserweight. I was going for Hideo Itami. He ended up losing. Um, he also asked for his release and was granted on Tuesday. So uh, last Tuesday was his last match with the WWE. I feel like... Uh, Injuries got him, man. Injuries definitely got Hideo Itami. 
he could just couldn't get over the injuries because he came in when Finn came in. Like like the core group was Neville, Neville, Sammy, Finn, Kevin Owens, and Hideo Itami. And as we can see out of that group, we still got three left. Even though two of them are on the shelf, we don't know what their next plans are. Hopefully it will be good. Hopefully, um, I'm 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 ready to see some KO, man. I miss KO. I, I was put on the KO late in my life, and then once I started seeing the KO and the Kevin Steens, I was like, yo, this is my guy. Kevin, I'm ready. Sammy, I like Sammy too. But uh, moving forward, we get actually to the Royal Rumble card, and we're like I predicted, Oscar would defeat Becky Lynch. Uh, I didn't know she was gonna catch her in the Oscar lock and make her tap out. But um, I definitely did enjoy that match. Shout out to Asuka. Um, right now, I am tight. I'm tight because uh, she's won this belt. She beat Becky Lynch, and we haven't seen her in two weeks. Like, what is you doing, baby? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, bring Asuka out, fam. I need to see that, that blue belt shining. Next, we had uh, The Miz and Shane McMahon actually defeating... Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, feel good moment. They uh, definitely highlighted Miz's pops there. Shout out to Miz's pops for getting his uh, his TV time. He got it two nights in a row. You know what I'm saying? Um, moving forward, we have Ronda Rousey defeating Sasha Banks, which uh, also predicted. I mean, but it was definitely. We gotta. We also always gotta give a, a shout out to the the queen, the boss, uh, Sasha Banks, for holding that that whole match down. I mean, she's a ring general. Ronda did a great thing, but uh, Sasha definitely set the pace up, kept the pace the right way. Um, definitely looked strong throughout the whole match. So definitely gotta give her the good air horn. <laughs> Moving forward, we go to the 30-woman battle uh, Royal Rumble match where after Lana was unable to compete from taking a uh, taking a nasty fall in the pre-show when Rusev lost his title to Shinsuke Nakamura, Becky Lynch, the man, came through. Uh, she was granted permission to get in the Royal Rumble by your guy, Fit Finley. Shout out to Fit Finley for, uh, for holding down the fort on that. And... Uh, she eliminated Charlotte Flair to become the the Women's Royal Rumble winner this year. Definitely some good moments. Shout out to Ember Moon for battling with a hurt arm where she's going to be out for the next six months. But uh, she stayed in there for a pretty long time. Can't say the rest of that for the rest of the, uh, the competitors of color, though. Um, I believe we had... Maybe three minutes total with all the black guys and and and, and other black women in the uh, Royal Rumble event and zero elimination. WWE got to do better on that. But Becky Lynch did win that. Then we moved to uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. I picked AJ to win. AJ did not win thanks to the newly returned Eric Rowan. Uh, he interfered into the match after the referee was knocked out after AJ hit Daniel Bryan with the Styles Clash. Good match, though. Uh, the crowd seemed out of it because of the long Royal Rumble match we had prior. 
uh, what actually went one hour and 12 minutes. Next up, we had uh, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Uh, in a dope match, yo, I, I really thought Finn was going to pull it off. I picked Finn to pull it off. Unfortunately, uh, Brock found a way to win and not his normal way to win. Like, he was actually legitimately hurt. He uh, sold the abdominal um, very well with the whole history of diverticulitis. So, you know, he has some issues because that's what took him out of the UFC. Uh, but definitely a good match. Finn looked really strong after the end of the match because Brock felt like the, the kid that took his ball home had fired him and suplexed him a few times before he walked away. Uh, and next, we go to the Men's Royal Rumble. Like I said, none of the guy, none of the, the people of color got off at all. But a 57-minute match where Seth Rollins in, ended up eliminating Braun Strowman to get the win. Uh, in my opinion, the Royal Rumble, it was a decent pay-per-view. Um, I was upset about the obvious things, of course, but we know how it is. Maybe one day we'll get our just due, and we'll we'll see. Um, well, currently we do have Bobby Lashley as your Intercontinental Champion. We got R Truth as the United States Champion. Um, we doing all right, man. We doing all right. But uh, that was it with that. As always, thanks for uh, subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, leaving the ratings. I'm still five stars, so you can still call me Vinny Omega. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram at V dot underscore the underscore DJ. Snapchat is DJ V dot seven five seven. Like, subscribe. Uh, you can even download the Anchor app at app. The App Store, Google Play. Find the V Dot and Friends podcast. Leave a message. I'll put it on the show. Tell me if I'm good. Tell me if I'm trash. Tell me I should do something else with my life. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Like I said, the, the whole crib is home. The whole crib's sick. So, if I don't want to catch this same sickness again, I need to go ahead and uh, wrap myself up, Lysol myself, <laughs> and, uh, get back but um next week next week hmm, because i'm leaving to go to florida next thursday the podcast i wanted i wanted to come wednesday but it might officially drop friday We'll, we'll figure it out, but you will have an episode next week. Episode 25 will drop next week because we have to get to this six months. That is something I'm trying to, I'm actually, I'm going to keep going, but six months is just, it's just a pretty good accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? To consistently do something because you know, after a while people might get to 10 and be like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. And trust me, I felt like that plenty of times, but you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Um, but as always, y'all take it easy. Tell your friends. Bring a friend. You know what I mean? And y'all can vibe out to this Vida and Friends podcast together. Next week will be the uh, Elimination Chamber uh, predictions. We might watch an Elimination Chamber match. You know, just to get in the spirit of people being locked in pods and, and every five minutes getting uh, thrown out to uh, kill themselves. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we'll catch up with y'all next week. And uh, y'all take it easy, man. Thanks. Thanks again.